Hello, this is Josh Belk with the Belkham Business Podcast. I appreciate you taking a few minutes to listen in today. Over the past uh, few weeks, uh, we've been talking a little bit about putting people first in our business. As an accountant, of course, we're really focused on uh, really trying to help our clients have profitable businesses. But I, I think that if we uh, really spend the time to put people first in our business, if we really focus on bringing value uh, to the people that we serve outside of our business as well, that our businesses will ultimately bring uh, bring profit into the business. And uh, and so today we're going to talk a little bit about the four C's of a winning team, the four C's of a winning team. And and uh, just mention those briefly, and then we'll uh, we'll get into each of, uh, of these four in a little bit more depth, but we won't be spending a whole lot of time on any one of these. But the four C's of a winning team, first of all, we're going to talk about communication, secondly, coordination, thirdly, cooperation, and lastly, cultivation. So the four C's of a winning team. Putting people first in our business, I think, is truly essential to developing a winning team. Uh, and uh, really having a culture uh, in our business where people really have a sense of belonging and also a place where they can thrive. One of my uh, favorite places to shop, and, uh, and, and my wife and I, we both have a number of shirts to say this, and uh, the, the, the life is good. And uh, they had a little motto on there that uh, to, to do what you love and love what and love what you do. To do what you love, love what you do, or do what you like, like what you do. And uh, and I think that's extremely important that we bring people on that they're doing th- something that they love, and uh, and they uh, and they really um, uh, they're doing what they love and they love what they do. And and if they're able to be put into a place where they're uh, where they're loving what they do and they're doing what they love, they're gonna they're thrive. They're gonna stay there. We we know statistics tell us that people don't uh, stay working for us purely because of money. Many times there's other factors. People want to have a place where they feel like they belong. People want to work in a place where there's a where there's a culture of growth, a culture of development. And so, first of all, uh, the four C's of a winning team. Number one is communication. I think it's important for those of us as business owners, and I've mentioned this on a number of podcasts, that we communicate with clarity and we communicate with purpose. So all of our conversations are very, very clear. Today, I was in, a, in, a, in an email string, uh, actually with a client, and in that email string, uh, they uh, they they were talking about a, a uh, essentially another email or a document they had received that we had never seen. So there was some communication going on, but I had no idea what he was talking about. So there was communication. There was communication, but it had no clarity. And secondly, they didn't tell us the purpose. Had no idea the why. I mean, what in the you know, what are we trying to accomplish here? So I think with every piece of communication that we have with our people, uh, we need to be very clear on the uh, on, on what we're what we're wanting done, and then also the purpose of of, uh, of why we're doing what we do. And of course, we've talked a lot about, and of course, Simon Sinek really kind of developed his start with why, but I'm, I'm talking about more at a, at a micro level. And uh, so in our, in our weekly meetings, in our casual uh, uh, going up to somebody's desk or in somebody's office and having a conversation with them, that there is clear communication on what are we doing and why are we doing it. And uh, so communicate with clarity and with purpose. And number two, uh, so of course the opposite, we know that uh, there is no uh, clarity, there's going to be confusion. And we don't want to, uh, to have a culture of confusion. People like, okay, what are we doing? Why are we doing this? Uh, but uh, if, we're, if we communicate clearly, we communicate with purpose, it, uh, it will eliminate that. Secondly, a coordination. And so we need to be able to plug people uh, into positions where they have the capacity to excel in a place that, they can, uh, that, they're, that uh, they can be set up for success. 
Do they have the desire to do the job, and do they have the aptitude uh, to be able to do the job or the the, the ability to do the job? And uh, there's so much testing out there now that can be done uh, before we bring somebody into our business, and I think it's, it'd be prudent for us to take advantage of that. So if they're hi- we're hiring them for a for a certain position that we uh, that we work with, maybe it's an outside consultant, maybe get some testing. Uh, uh, some, use some sort of a testing tool to be able to figure out whether or not this person has the aptitude to do the work. And then uh, also to be able to have uh, pointed questions and, and understand are they, uh, are, are they really wanting or do they have the desire to do the work. And uh, once we bring them into the business, if we're wanting to move them into another position to make sure we're putting them into a place where they have a desire to do that work and also they have the aptitude, the skill set to be also to be able to do that work. So if we're going to have a winning team, we want people in every seat in our business that they have a desire, they have a passion to do that job, but also that they also have the aptitude or the skill set to do that job as well. So communicate, cultivate. Thirdly, uh, that of cooperation, cooperate. And uh, what I mean here is spending time with our team. I think it's extremely important. Uh, I, I don't think that any of us should be in our business to where uh, that we have an, a closed door, you know, uh, we're in an office with a closed door and don't ever bother me, uh, that we're very much involved in our business. I, I just finished reading both uh, Bob Iger's uh, latest book as well as uh, Howard Schultz's book. Of course, Howard Schultz being the, uh, the, the CEO of uh, the former CEO of Starbucks, then Bob Iger, who recently uh, stepped down as CEO of Disney. And one thing I noticed about both of them is that they were always very involved, even though they, they ran uh, very complex businesses, even though um, they uh, had a lot of employees, they spent a lot of time uh, being involved with their employees and uh, really having conversations with them, understanding uh, the struggles they were having. And so spend time with your team. Know what's going on in their lives. If you have a smaller team, I'm blessed to have a, of a smaller team. And, uh, and, and I, I know them very, very well. And I really kind of understand uh, some of what's going on in their, in their, even in their personal lives. How can I be a, of help to them? How can I serve them? And, uh, and to get involved in their life, what issues do they care about? Speaking of the both with former CEOs, something I, I mentioned, especially with Howard Schultz, is he really cared about the, the, uh, the nonprofits, the community organizations that their employees cared about. And they, they would get involved with those as well. So get involved with them. If we have a, a, we're going to want to develop a winning team uh, that if they really feel like if we're on board with them, they're going to feel like they're really going to want to be on board with us and the, and the mission and the vision we have for the company as well. So, the, uh, so that of cooperation. Be creative with participation. Uh, allow for them uh, to, to use whatever skill sets they have. It may be unique skill sets to uh, bring into, uh, into the culture and the business. And I'll talk about that here just a little bit more in number four, and that's cultivation. Um, so help develop our team members. Always be developing. I think those of us, uh, we should always be learning. We should always be reading. But we should also be working on developing our team members. Uh, John Maxwell talks about the, the law of the lid, uh, to, be, uh, to be constantly lifting our lid. Everybody has a certain level in every area of life that they have the capacity to learn. But if we have the person in the right seat, they may have an, a pretty much an almost an unlimited capacity uh, in that particular skill set if they have a natural aptitude toward it. So constantly be developing them so they can improve. Whether it's in communication with clients, maybe it's in a uh, in uh, something is you know that we need to teach, send them to an Excel class or uh, learn the software. Uh, always be investing in them, uh, developing them as leaders in our business as well. So always be developing your team members, and then uh, find out what their unique skill sets and uh, their strengths are. 
And sometimes the strength they have, uh, it can go two ways. Number one, to where we can go to them if we understand uh, what sort of gifts that they have, whether we can talk about love language, maybe they have a, a certain type of a gift that we can uh, use to encourage them or to help them. And then also in the alternative to, uh, to a, a special gift that they have, a unique gift that they have, uh, that they can also help uh, with other team members that we have. Let me give some practical examples of that. Uh, so maybe we can talk about uh, maybe they have a gift of being able to, uh, to be a help, be able to bring encouragement to others. So maybe we want to bring them in to try to help uh, in the uh, in a marketing campaign of our business because they have a, a unique ability to be able to uh, to communicate appreciation uh, toward uh, toward clients or potential clients. Uh, maybe somebody has a I was thinking of a, a client of of ours. Uh, actually is owned by by my brother-in-law another one of my brother-in-law's works in that business and he kind of has a, a natural ability to kind of be a little, little bit of a comedian and so uh, and of course he can also be very serious he's very much an intellectual uh, but I know that my brother-in-law will bring him in sometimes and and he will just be used in a meeting to kind of just lighten things up so he'll come in a little bit and and just he has this kind of this unique ability to see things in a unique way to be able to kind of just lighten the mood a little bit sometimes we need that um, so kind of thinking outside the box a little bit as far as in, uh, in being able to, uh, uh, to really kind of develop our team and to improve our team and to, to really have a winning team. And so maybe that person has, uh, maybe they need the gift of mercy. Uh, maybe they have the gift of mercy. We can talk about spiritual gifts here a little bit, a little bit outside the scope of this, but maybe they have a, an understanding what their spiritual gifts are, understanding what their love language uh, love language is, so we can help to uh, to have a good culture in our business and also to be able to use whatever sort of strength that they have and gifts that they have to be able to uh, maybe to put them in a little bit of a different position at times to be able to help other team members and also to bring additional value to our clients as well. So just a few ideas on developing a, a winning team or the four C's of a winning team. Communication, coordination, cooperation, and cultivation. Hey, once again, this is Josh Belk with the Belk on Business Podcast. Have a wonderful day.